Hello and welcome to the Healing Sanctuary. I'm your host, Melissa Field, and today I'm going to talk to you about feeling alone and unsupported, whether that be in something you are currently going through or an overall experience that you've been trying to work out for a while. I'm going to talk to you about how to navigate these feelings, how to heal them, and what my personal experience is with this and Hopefully that will help you to feel less alone in what you're going through and to know that this is something that a lot of people experience and you are not in a space of being alone and unsupported because there is something wrong with you or because you don't deserve love. This is an experience that really tends to form out of our childhood experiences. So again, this doesn't happen because you are not worthy of love and support. It happens as a result of really like coping mechanisms and inner beliefs we develop. For me, as a child, I always felt on my own. I felt very guarded. It was hard for me to trust people with my feelings because my caregivers were very unpredictable and often harsh in their responses. So I would often try to manage and nurture my own feelings. I didn't feel like I could count on people. Then there were like literal experiences of being alone. A lot of times when I was needing somebody and nobody was there for me, or there just weren't people home. I was alone a lot in my childhood and adolescent years. And I really learned to manage that by feeling I can count on myself. Other people are unreliable. Maybe there was even a deeper belief of they don't care about me. They don't want to be here for me. If they wanted to be here for me, they would. They're here for other people. This turned into a belief of other people are more valuable than me. Other people deserve love and support, but I do not. These experiences then kind of snowballed as I got older. I continued to have the expectation that nobody would show up for me and then I wouldn't ask for help. And so of course nobody showed up for me or I would ask for help from the wrong people. I cultivated relationships with people who were unable to support me. So the first thing I would love for you to do is give compassion to the part of you that learned to navigate and manage life, most likely by feeling you can only rely on yourself. I want you to go back to that child and just give that little person love and let them know that they are worthy of love. They are not doing anything wrong. And then because we ourselves develop these coping mechanisms of feeling we can't trust other people or other people are going to let us down, I want you to extend grace and compassion to that person who is developing mechanisms to keep themselves safe, to keep themselves free from these painful experiences. We do not come into being adults and not knowing how to ask for or receive support because there's something wrong with us, but because that is how we learned to survive. These are things you learned in order to feel protected and safe And although they kind of become self-sabotaging tools as adults when we're young and we have nothing else, these are tools of self-love. And so give yourself as much grace and forgiveness and compassion as you can for any and all parts of you that have struggled to let in love, that have struggled to trust, 
This is not something you did to sabotage yourself intentionally. And it's not something you did because you were wrong, but because you were a child with a very limited view of the world and you did the best you could with that view. So give that child love and then say, thank you so much. You are so strong and resilient. I have so much love and respect for everything you came through. You have been struggling. Now there's an adult here and let me take charge. This is a phrase I learned from a therapist on Instagram named Patrick Tehan. And he just said to when you're feeling overwhelmed or like you're responding from that inner wounded child place to say to that part of you, you can relax. You've struggled enough. You have suffered enough. Fall into my love and let yourself know there is an adult here now. And just making that mental switch from letting that protective child part of you um, run things to letting the more aware adult run things can really have a powerful effect because first of all, that child within you needs that love and reassurance. It never got it. And you're now building a new belief system that something is here and going to step in and help. You are the adult that you always wanted and needed when you were younger. Secondly, it can just be very reassuring because a child really does not know how to run an adult's life. So letting an adult step in can just say, okay, I do know a lot more than I did when I was five or 10 or 15. You've learned so much in the years that have passed. You are so capable. You have a wisdom within you and you can let that part of you now you know, take the wheel, take charge and let that child just relax and be held and safe and secure in the way that they always needed. What I would like to do in this episode is cover four different things. I'm going to tell you what they are right now, and then I will go deeper into each one. So when managing feelings of I am feeling alone, I've been let down, I'm not supported, I'm on my own, I can't depend on people. The first thing is to acknowledge how this makes you feel. This can be tough to feel these feelings. And for me, they're big. When I am feeling unsupported, I am right back into that very scary, overwhelming, depressing place I was in as a child. I feel intense feelings of rejection and, and abandonment. I feel all of that unhealed trauma and that rejection and abandonment. It's intense. You might be having a different reaction. This might bring up different things for you. But number one, acknowledge how you feel and give yourself compassion for what you feel. You are feeling it for a reason. Your feelings are valid. Experiences led you to have these feelings, which have most likely been unprocessed and unresolved for a very long time. So that's number one, acknowledge how you feel and know that your feelings are valid and important. Number two, bring in love and support from a higher place. Trying to get ourselves to instantly feel um, love and trust for other people can be a huge leap to make and way too much right now. So I am going to help you to just kind of feel into a love and support from a higher place, the universe, God, Allah, the goddess of the universe, whatever it is for you. I'm just probably going to use the word universe as I go into that um, 
part of the episode. I'm going to guide you into feeling loved and held from a higher place because this allows our minds to not get involved so much. We don't really have a lot of stories attached to that the same way we do with people who have shown us in specific ways how we can be let down. So we let our minds open up to this higher love that's going to hold us and bring in a lot of healing in itself and allow us to know that we are not alone. Number three, the really hard part for me personally, is I want you to get honest with yourself about what has been happening that led to these experiences. I covered some of this in the beginning of the episode of just how how our thoughts and beliefs can kind of lead us to cultivating relationships and experiences that reiterate what we already believe. We as humans live from a place of confirmation bias, meaning we will always seek out the information that agrees with what we believe. Learning this really rocked my world because it meant that I had spent a lot of my time on earth kind of confirming painful feelings. And so what confirmation bias is, If there are 99 people out there who say, I love you and I support you, and one who says, I'm not here for you, I don't have time for you, our brain will focus on that one and say, now here's the proof. This is all I need to know. That's what's real. Those 99 other people, they're lying to me or they're going to let me down at some point. We will always find the thing that confirms what we believe. And so Getting honest with ourselves meaning means have we been using confirmation bias to stay in a belief system that's not helping us? For me, I have an expectation that people won't be there for me, so I have a really hard time asking for help. I have a hard time putting myself out there. I have a cyclical pattern that I experience of nobody's there for me, and when I do ask, I don't get the help I need, so I don't want to ask, and I never get the reassurance that somebody's going to be there, and I keep living the same cycle over and over. Now, getting honest with yourself is not about self-blame. It's not about self-judgment. It's not about saying, I should have done better. I should have known better. You've always done the best you could with what you know. How do you know this? Because you and your essence are love. You are the universe. The universe is love. And although self-love can feel hard and out of reach, deep in your core, you do always operate from a place of self-love. You love yourself. And so these things that feel like they're working against you at some point, they were the tools that you were using to love and protect yourself with what you had. You are love in the core of your being. And so everything that you've done to protect yourself and keep yourself safe, in some way, that is you trying to love yourself. In the only way you knew how with the words and the tools and the information you were given. So again, when we get into getting honest with ourselves, this is not about criticizing yourself or attacking yourself. This is about self-healing, about giving grace to that part of you that was really just struggling and needed so much, that giving love to that part of you that was let down, that was betrayed, This is about giving love and healing to that part of you so that it can come into completion and complete those feelings and release them. And then that's what we're going to talk about in part four. We want to release as much of this old story and these old feelings as we can. We want to process them to make room for what's new, to make room for new people, new experiences, and 
This kind of release is a process. It's not something that's going to happen in this episode, but just by listening to this, you are setting the intention. You are putting that momentum forward. You are taking a very powerful step that is going to lead to many more profound and transformational experiences. So I want to share a little bit right now about why this has been showing up for me and why I wanted to talk about this today. Last year in June, I started a meditation membership. And if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, or you've listened to other episodes, you've probably heard me mention this. It's a private version of this podcast where you get access to meditations and visualizations that I've created. Creating this was really scary for me because I knew it was going to be me asking people to support me and my ideas and my creations. I was putting my vision out to the world and then asking people to show up for me. And just asking to be paid for my work was really, really scary for me. It it really brings up a lot of um, experiences that I had when I was younger. But I'd been making my meditations for a while. I'd been doing them for free on a different podcast I was running for a while. I felt value in what I was doing. And I really wanted to share this with the world. I knew that this is what I wanted to do. And it was only going to be and still is $5 a month. So I thought, okay, I feel pretty scared about taking this really big leap of faith and trust in myself and of putting my work out to the world, but it's only $5 a month. So at the very least, I know the people close to me will sign up for this and support me. I felt that it was cheap enough that even as a token gesture, they could join even if they didn't do the meditations. It's $5 a month. And I just felt sure that the people close to me would show up for me as I opened these doors and became very vulnerable and put myself out there in this new way. Well, I started the meditation membership and I advertised it all over Instagram. All of my friends saw it, which I know because I saw them watching my stories. Nobody signed up. Not a single person. And I was rocked. I was just not prepared for that. I really, again, expected somebody to show up as just even a gesture of support to say, I see what you're doing and I want to support you. I believe in you. I'm here for you. So like a month went by and I had no signups and I really was struggling so much internally. If you've had this experience, I know you know what I'm talking about. Just like I was like crumbling like rocks, like just turning to dust inside. And not only was I not feeling supported in my present, but it was bringing up all of those feelings from my past of I am not supported. I am not worthy. Nobody's here for me. I am invisible. Everybody's more worthy than me. I just need to step into the background. And I wanted to completely retreat back into my safety zone I wanted to stop. So I went to my mom and my sister who don't meditate and who I have never asked for support for because they are two of the people who actually made me feel unsupported and were very, very harsh on me. But I was desperate and desperate to break out of this cycle. So I went to them and I said, I need you to sign up for this. This is really important to me. And I literally put their phones in their faces and said, here's the page sign up for it right now. And this was something that I've never done before. It was very out of character for me to be so forward and so acknowledging of my own needs. 
And by the way, when we feel unsupported and alone, what we really are feeling is that our needs cannot be met. And this is a root chakra um, experience. So if you're into the chakras and you want to explore this from the chakra um, viewpoint, the root chakra is, am I allowed to be here? Are my needs being met? Am I safe in this world? And the root chakra is like a container that holds all of our energy. And so if the root chakra is not healthy, nothing can be held within us. We can't receive that support. It will just like flow out like water. So I went to my mom and my sister and they signed up and they began using it. They became two actual fans and they really liked my meditations. So it was really pretty profound for me to first of all receive support from people who had been the source of my pain initially and to also offer them something of value. So more time went by and nobody signed up. People are watching my stories. I know this. They can see me posting. They'll like, they like the post, but they don't ever ask me anything about it. The feelings of rejection are just building and intensifying in me. I am feeling so alone, so unwanted. And just even speaking this now, I can feel that low lingering kind of ache, that sense of just disappointment and feeling forgotten. I was just so confused why these people who I trusted um, weren't really here for me at a time when I needed them to be. And I had to start going through the things that I talked about, acknowledging your feelings, bringing in love from a different place, getting honest with yourself and releasing the old. So that's what we're going to do now. I'm going to start to go deeper into each of these topics and hopefully help you. And to be totally honest, I am working through this myself right now. I am with you on this journey of how do I learn to be loved and supported? How do I change this? This episode is coming from a place of these feelings are pretty raw for me. I'm neck deep in this. So I'm hoping to share with you what I know right now and then maybe to do a follow-up episode a couple months from now where I can do a little retrospective on what's changed. But I am working through this currently and it's tough. It is really tough to shift into that trust and to let go of everything I've ever known that I believed was working for me, even though it wasn't. Letting go of familiarity is very scary, even if it's going to open us up to something better. So again, continue to give yourself compassion and love because making shifts, even when they're better for us, it's hard. It's really hard to let go of what you, what you know. So we're going back to number one, acknowledge how you feel. I want you to really just acknowledge that this hurts. Acknowledge where do you feel it in your body? What are the sensations that you get from it? And this is a very important step because you acknowledging yourself sets the intention that other people will acknowledge you. We will always be treated by others in the way that we treat ourselves. Other people will always respond to how we believe we deserve to be treated. 
So acknowledging that this hurts is a very important act because it is saying my feelings are valuable. I am here. I am affected by what happens to me. I am not just a bystander in this world. I am a dynamic part of this world. And so feeling these feelings, it really can be intense. And take your time. You don't have to go through all of them right now. But just to begin, just begin to acknowledge that they're there and there's nothing wrong with them. A lot of experiences we've we had when we were younger can tell us feelings like sadness or feeling rejected or weak. And so you want to let go of all judgment around these feelings and know that all feelings are valid and yours are here for a reason. They are telling you something about the experience that you're having. They are telling you about needs you have that are not being met. They are telling you that you are a human alive in this world. We all have a variety of feelings as we are meant to and all feelings are important. So when I start to bring these feelings up and they start to feel overwhelming, I like to use I feel statements because that will take me out of fully identifying with it and feeling as if this is something solid and fixed within me. So instead of saying I am being rejected, that because that then becomes my identity. I am this thing. I say I feel rejected and that allows things to flow in a different way. I feel abandoned. I feel invisible. I feel unworthy and I really let them flow and I cry. I cry so much because that is how I personally release things. You may have a different way of releasing. I like to just cry it out and I feel it and I keep stating the feeling so that the feeling can be seen and come from this place of being buried deep within me and surface and have a chance to breathe, to know it's loved, to know it's valued, and then to complete. That's really how we heal our past is letting these feelings complete. And we complete them by fully acknowledging their validity, letting them have a moment, and then letting them flow. If you're really struggling deep with these feelings, try to find somebody who guides you through this kind of thing, a therapist, a coach, a minister, somebody you trust with your feelings, with these really deep, raw, vulnerable feelings. And they are vulnerable. These feelings to me are like a raw nerve. They are only for the most trusted people for me to talk to about. Number two, bring in love and support from a higher power. So what this means is acknowledging that you were put in this world by the creator of the universe. The creator of the universe breathed life into you because it wanted you here. It wanted your existence here. It wanted your unique self here. The creator of the universe saw your potential and said, this person will be a gift to the world. And the creator of the universe has loved you eternally since and seen you as valuable and perfect and beautiful and knows that you are exactly who you are supposed to be. Other people's perspectives of us can tell us different. And honestly, everything everybody has ever told you about yourself, they were really telling you how they felt about their own self. People who put you down feel down about themselves. People who can't love you don't love themselves. So everything that made you feel unloved, unworthy, unsupported was coming from somebody's own unhealed shit. 
that is the essence of internalizing these unhelpful belief systems. That is somebody's unhealed trauma that they projected outwards that became internalized into you that told you a false story about who you are and what you're capable of and what you are worthy of. Getting out of other people's minds, releasing all of this noise, means returning to the source of your existence, to your creator. So I want you to just take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. And begin to feel the love of your creator coming down onto you from every direction as if the sun is shining onto you, onto every part of your body. The sh- these rays of light and love are coming all over you, onto your shoulders, onto your back, your legs, your feet, your head, the top of your head, below you. There is just this beautiful, profound light shining on you from every direction. And this light holds with it the highest knowledge, the highest wisdom, the highest potential of the universe. This is the creator, and you are sitting in the center of his gaze. The entire love of the universe is focused upon you right now, and you are the most important thing to the universe, to the creator, to all that is. It values you beyond anything. It knows that your presence is a gift. And it is so grateful that you are here. The creator of all that is, is holding you in this loving embrace. And just feel it. Feel it like a warmth coming over you and just softening you. And feel yourself melting into this loving, eternal embrace. Feel that you are safe here, you are held here. Feel that this is available to you at all times and you are worthy of this love beyond words. Feel that this love is always here for you and now let it come in and fill your heart. Let it fill every corner of your heart, every space that has been waiting for love. Let this love flood it and let your heart be so filled with this love that you begin to radiate back out so that this love of the universe is coming in and you are radiating back out. And it's as if you are interwoven together now and your light's are becoming one in and out. And know that no matter what happens, you will always have this support. You will always have the love of the creator of the universe. You were created for a reason, and the creator of the universe knows that you are valuable and is always here for you. And sometimes all we need to receive that is to just open ourselves up to it in this way. I want you to take one more deep breath, really feeling into this.
So I hope that helped you to feel a little bit better. That is one thing that I have found helped me. This makes me feel better when nothing else does. When I am feeling completely alone and I don't want to turn to anybody because that's scary or I don't feel I can turn to anybody, turning to the concept of a higher power, to a higher energy, to the universe, it brings me relief, it makes me feel loved, and that is what we're aiming for, is just to get you into a space of feeling better so that you can relax and process your feelings and not get stuck in that really down place. Okay, and continuing on to number three, the really hard one, getting honest with yourself. This can be a hard one because we already feel low. When you feel unsupported and unloved and abandoned, you are feeling a lot of low feelings. And so this can feel like another level of maybe criticism or even self-abandonment. And that's why it's really important to approach it from the perspective of self-love and self-healing and not self-judgment. And so what that looks like from a perspective of self-love is I deserve better experiences. I deserve to let the child within me rest and heal and to see things in a new way. I deserve new thoughts. I deserve new beliefs. I am worthy of having my needs met. I am a valid person. My needs are worthy. And so it's really affirming yourself and affirming that this cha- the, the changes you are going to make are not about you are wrong and what you think and do is wrong, but about you are worthy of something better and you are ready for that. So getting honest with yourself can be things like when you need help, do you ask for help? And I want to remind you again and again and again and again, this is not about self-judgment. So for me, when I don't get help because I didn't ask for help, I don't want to start criticizing myself and being like, well, you get what you ask for and you, this is your own fault. You brought it on yourself. What I want to do is asking for help is really scary for me. It brings up a lot of experiences where I truly saw that people might not be there for me. And so you just want to continually bring in that compassion while you acknowledge there is a reason you don't ask for help. There is a reason that you don't really trust that people will be there for you. And so it's acknowledging what is now manifesting in your experiences now, how you got there, and then just saying, and I can choose something different now. I can see where those experiences lead, and I'm going to allow myself to be open to something new. And this in itself is a process because those beliefs get tangled and they're really deep. And so you want to be patient with yourself, compassionate, know that asking for help and letting it in isn't going to be just an instant switch that flips. Um, I am recording this in January of 2023. And when I made that meditation membership, it was June of 2022. That was what set me off on, I don't know how to ask for help. I feel unsupported. I felt cornered. And it was like, how am I going to do this different? So that was seven months that I have been really kind of peeling back the layers of this and coming to a point where, first of all, I even feel comfortable talking about it. I don't like to talk about feeling alone and unsupported because there's that feeling of people might 
like agree with me, like be like, well, you're not worthy. There's just that fear that people will confirm this to me. And by the way, anybody who would ever confirm to you that you're not worthy of love and support is just not even somebody you need in your life. And then there's the fear that I'm going to be accused of being entitled or having unrealistic expectations. Having people around me who love and support me is essential to a meaningful life. You know, we can't expect everyone in the world to support us, but having a group of people around you who you can depend on and who value you and who want to make you feel seen and valued, that is a core life need. That is a basic need. It is not too much to ask for that. It is not too much to ask for your needs to be met and for you to feel loved and valued. Getting honest with yourself might mean being honest about the relationships you've cultivated. Have you brought in a lot of people who like to take but don't really give? And is this a space that you feel comfortable in? For me, absolutely. I feel much more comfortable giving than I do receiving because receiving challenges my inner belief that I'm worthless and it makes me have to question if these core ideas I have about myself are true and then I have to like restructure my entire identity because if it's not true that I'm worthless then who am I and that's a whole journey in itself so you want to look at the people around you have they kept you comfortable in spaces that are not serving you And this isn't about, okay, I need to get rid of all these people. They're not working for me. They're toxic. It's okay that they're there. You have some kind of connection to them. They are just maybe people that you need to shrink in influence and you need to make space for new people. An important thing that I learned is that no one person is going to be everything to you. So if you have a bunch of people around you who are not very supportive, they make you feel like you're doing things on your own, then ask yourself, what role do these people play in my life? Maybe they're fun friends. Maybe they're people you go out and do stuff with. Maybe they're the type of people you can call on a moment's notice and say, hey, you want to go grab some coffee? Do they fill a role for you? And if it's not the role of love and support, how can you find those people and bring them into your life? It's totally okay to keep the people you have and to know what they do for you and then to make space for new people and maybe just kind of find a new balance of these people who aren't supportive of me. I can reduce the amount of time and influence they have on me and then making space for new people, and always knowing that no one person is going to be everything to you. So all of these friends who were not interested in supporting my business and um, acted like it wasn't happening, I was really hurt, and I'm still hurt. I'm I'm still working through that, and that's going to take me a little bit of time, but I had to look at them and say, I can see the value that they provide to me in my overall life. They aren't the people who filled this role for me because I've never cultivated those people in my life. But these are people who I like to go out for a drink with. I take yoga classes with them. I laugh with them. We read a lot of the same types of books. We go to movies together. So they absolutely fill a a place in my life. They have a place in my life. And I'm not going to just say, I don't want these people here. I'm just saying, I want to make space for new people who do see me in this way of wanting to value my work and show up for me in this way. 
And just setting that intention is really powerful and can really make you feel different of, I am opening up to this. And as I talked about with acknowledging your feelings, getting honest with yourself can also be something that's very um, supported by a therapist, a minister, a life coach, somebody who is going to kind of guide you through this and help you to see things in a different way. And the last thing is, which kind of encapsulates everything we've talked about, releasing the old and making room for the new. Releasing the old means looking at these internalized beliefs you have, the stories you tell yourself about who you are and what you're worthy of, and allowing in new stories. One way that I've found to be super helpful with this and efficient is visualization. I cover visualization in quite a few episodes because visualization is not just a spiritual experience. It is something that works with your neurology and your subconscious, and it gets your synapses to fire together in different ways. And so it's like we have years of experiences that tell us we are not going to be loved and supported. And you don't want to spend years trying to recreate a new story and putting new neural networks in your brain. Visualization is like an accelerant on all of that. It just makes everything go a thousand percent faster. So you visualize yourself being loved and supported. You you visualize yourself getting what you need and feeling worthy. And that begins to build neural new neural networks and you shift the stories. I have a package on my website that includes 21 visualizations that you can find through the link in the episode notes if you want to learn more about this or try the power of visualization. But visualization is just a really great way to reprogram those stories so that you can start living the life that you deserve and get the love and support you deserve. Because again, we will always get what we expect. We will always get what we believe we deserve. And coming back to that self-love and self-compassion That is not your fault that you are in a place where you are um, asking in a limited way. It is what it is. All that matters now is that you are going to transform it because you know you are worthy of that. Releasing the old is also about feeling those feelings and allowing them to complete in the way that feels good to you. Another great thing along with visualization is meditation for for allowing feelings to complete. I feel a lot of healing when I do yoga. It kind of allows things to move through my body. Um, you might like another f- physical activity like running or jujitsu or something like that that just allows things to flow, that allows your body to flow things. So you want to complete those feelings so that they can release and then you can let in something new because for most of my life, I was filled up with this sense of sadness, just so much sadness over all of this compounding rejection and abandonment. And it took up just all of the space in my energy. And so releasing my sadness, my pain, my fear, it allowed in space for joy and love and for the things that support feels like. Because your energy always calls similar energy to it. That which is like itself is drawn to itself. So for the years and years that I just spent, that I spent in this just very sad and closed space, everything that showed up for me 
kept me in that space. So it's only recently that I'm really learning what it means to clear that out and to vibrate with and magnetize to things that make me feel good, that make me feel worthy, that make me feel lit up. And this can be coming back to that thing where I talked about connecting to a higher power, which just, for me, just shifts me into a different energy. And that allows different energy to start coming in that is different than the sadness and the low vibrational energy. And when I feel better, it's easier for me to process things and to bring in new thoughts. So that concludes everything I wanted to talk about in this episode. And I still have my meditation membership. And to this day, none of my friends have signed up for it. And I am still working through what that makes me feel and kind of going through these steps of acknowledging that it makes me feel certain things and I'm allowed to have these feelings and then bringing in love and support from a higher place and then letting go of the feelings. And it's just a process that I'm going through. My natural inclination was absolutely to retreat and cancel the membership and to feel embarrassed that the people I know personally are like watching me do what feels like failing. So to just continue on has been huge for me. This is really all very new for me to be working through. The discomfort of being seen, asking for something, the discomfort of not getting it, and then knowing I am allowed to ask for it somewhere else in some other way, knowing that I'm still worthy of it. The discomfort of the change, so much discomfort, but I am seeing the rewards of it. Things in my life have been very different since I've been starting to push through this. Just the way I feel in my everyday life has been different. And that's been a reward in itself. I just feel better. I feel more aware of my own worthiness. My self-esteem has gone up. I'm honestly really happy I didn't let this um, this belief that I'm not worth being loved and supported stop me from the meditation membership because I love doing it. I look forward to it every week. And it would have been so sad if I had given up on it at the point when I was feeling just so alone. So if you right now are feeling alone and you're in that space I was last June of just drowning in the feelings of being alone and unsupported, I feel you. It's so hard. It's such a tough place to be in and it can feel like you're reaching for a life raft and everything is out of reach. You are not alone in what you are experiencing. This is in no way a reflection of your worthiness or what you deserve or what you're capable of. It's just a reflection of what has been happening internally within you, being mirrored back to you externally. But you are here. You are working on yourself. You are asking for new things. You know you are worthy of new things. You are facing your own discomfort, your own feelings, which takes so much courage. The courage it took just to show up and listen to this is something that I know. I know what it took to show up today and to just acknowledge everything that these feelings bring, all of that pain and that fear and the experiences that lead to these beliefs. It took a tremendous amount of courage and strength and resilience to be here. And I honor you. And I'm so grateful that you spent some time 
listening to me talk about this for a little bit. I hope this helped. If you have any questions or you want me to talk about something deeper or in a different way, please reach out to me on Instagram at meditate underscore with underscore Melissa. I'm going to put a link to the visualization package in my episode notes, or you can find that on my website, melissa-field.com. This is The Healing Sanctuary. I'm your host, Melissa Field. Thank you for joining me, and I hope to see you again soon sometime.